Welcome to Big Guys, Little Ties, uh, Nick and Jordan. Howdy, howdy. Howdy. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody that's been uh, paying attention and reaching out. Uh, we love you guys. Um, a couple things. The YouTube channel will be up and coming pretty soon. We'll have all the episodes uploaded there. You can check them out. Uh, check out RadioInfluence.com with Jason Floyd and his podcasts as well, too. He has his own personal ones and the other ones that uh, Radio Influence uh, sponsors. And uh, pretty soon we will be having merch coming out as well. Uh, some little tidbits for you guys. And then also we have... Uh, if anyone has interest in sponsoring a show or sponsoring the podcast in any way, um, reach out to us. All right. Slop, slop. Slop, slop. <laughs> All right. Yes. So, what were we just getting into? Oh, the yeah. So, back to, therapy. yeah, urine therapy. Well, uh, you told the joke about, you know, the, the urine guy and that. covered in your own urine. Right. It's exactly. not my urine. But, you know, there's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a large, uh, sort of undercover uh, category of, uh, of people consuming their own urine or urine of other people for health reasons, for spiritual reasons, and so on and so we forth. We talked about this with, um, with Gray, I think, right? Did we? Yeah, he brought... They, I remember specifically because I think he mentioned, like, the urine therapy thing, and I was like, ha-ha, good one. And then you were like, yeah, it happens all the time. And I'm like, oh, my lack of professional <laughs> athlete is showing. You know, like, well, I didn't you know, know I'm the weird guy who doesn't no. drink his urine. But Listen, dude, if there's like, benefits, I just was unaware, you know? Well, you know, I'm sure that, it, you know, I don't think it's just, I wouldn't recommend it to everybody just doing it, but, like, you know, there's the Juan Manuel Marquez, the boxer. He was on TV doing it. Uh, Leona just Machida. like he was doing it on TV? Like, yeah, he just showed up? himself peeing. I mean, he didn't show his junk, but he peed into a cup, and then he drank it. It was on, like, NBC or whatever, HBO Sports, whatever. Was it, like, a big event? He's like, check this out. He was fighting, I think, Pacquiao. Was that was it a Pacquiao fight or one of the yeah? Cause he I meant Pacquiao. A fair. I mean that's a large event, but yeah. Like was was the act where he's like, look, check this out, guys. Look what I'm doing. Or were they all just talking? And he was like, excuse me, yeah, you know. And then he just kind of did yeah. it. And then did people react? No, like, he was just like you know, uh, you know, all these sports are like about you know the show, right? Putting yeah. butts in seats, getting people to tune in. So this was like I think it was like ten or twelve years ago, but it was the countdown. And he's, he's doing his boxing training or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I also drink my urine. And they're like, what? And he goes, yeah, I'll show you. And then he just goes and he comes back with a glass with some pee in it. And then he just drinks it. And he's like, yeah, it's got a lot of amino acids and, you know, stuff. And the fact that I'm, I think the way he portrayed it was the fact that I mean, I want this bad enough. I'm willing to drink my own urine. You know what I mean? It was like that sort of thing. And it was, you know, it was for show. Uh, but it was also, pro, you know. There was something medicinal to it. Okay. Well too. Yeah. Uh, I also think for the the Pacquiao fight, he was probably the last Pacquiao fight. He looked like he was juiced to the gills. Yeah. If you remember that fight, Jason, I don't know if you remember, but he was just with the one he knocked Pacquiao out. I was like, that doesn't even look like Marquez. He looks like he's been on supplementation for a while. And then Machida, Leota yeah, Machida, like I was a huge fan of Leota forever. Yeah. yeah. Unique, unique guy there. Yeah, he's he does it, huh? Awesome. Yeah, I guess he was drinking his pee, and him and his dad did it on one of their countdowns too. And that's an old Japanese secret. But uh, and then in Ayurvedic medicine, the Indian medicine, they use it, but you have to eat like certain foods, and then don't you know don't drink the f initial part of the stream. You have to drink midstream. You know, put it in a cup midstream and then drink it. Don't ask me why I know all this. Okay. Some um, of these tips go go with uh you know. Drug test too, huh? I, like I a, guess like midstream thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should get together. And then also the shaman in these like, uh, you know, from what I read, the shaman in these like middle cult, like these cultures and uh, 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 like the steppe, you know, like the Mongo yeah, Mongolia and other areas, they would eat the mushroom or the, the hallucinogenic, and then it either becomes more potent or less potent in their urine, and so they would give the urine to all the people in the tribe. Or that were, were willing to go. Well, I can just did that too. Same. Okay. So probably the same thing. Well, I mean, I, uh, the purpose wasn't the urine, but they used urine as a medium. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but I, yeah. How they discovered that is weird, but you know. How they they discovered the urine thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's. Like, I mean, yeah. It's like they were uh, <laughs> the berserkers would eat a bunch of shrooms, right? You know, before and then they just hype that they essentially like would yeah get start tripping and then 
the the berserkers like they're elite dudes you know yeah. would uh wear bear skins and just kind of growl and yell at each other and trip themselves into like being a bear you know I see. and then they would just kind of let them loose and they'd be like go get them those guys hate bears you know yeah. and they would just like they'd go berserk like right. where you kind of like after everyone's dead you got to let him like tucker himself out and he's like that guy's dead tom and he's like i saw him move you know and he's just right but uh they, wow. a problem with that is the shrooms whatever they had or whatever the the context was would uh make you super nauseous oh. and like throwing up and and you know defecating yourself in the middle of battle is less than ideal so yeah. they would they had a rotation where uh one dude would eat enough for the entire unit of berserkers i'm, I'm not sure how many there are but you know a handful and uh he would eat, he would eat everybody's the the heroic po portion you know and he'd drink like a, a fuck ton of, of water or mead and um then everyone would would drink his urine because like now he would get super sick that, right. that guy's gonna throw up and shit his brains out you know but right. uh his kidneys are it's kidneys right the filter stuff yeah yeah the kidneys would um filter all what whatever you didn't want in there and then everyone would just do the urine therapy and it would trip him out enough, you know, and maybe yeah. he sat that one out or, or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And so it was like, would it dilute it a little bit enough, or would just it would take all the all the negative effects out of it? You're saying? So, yeah, so I'm, it, it probably like, dilutes it. There's right. no way I think it'd be as potent, you know. Right. I mean, you can't. I I mean, if you just drank whiskey every day, would your urine get you drunk? Like, probably not. <laughs> but maybe if you drank enough, I don't know. Shrooms work differently, obviously, but yeah, yeah. it worked for them. I, I think he probably, th I think it definitely is diluted, and he because they they emphasized a lot on how much he would eat. Like, guys, this guy, yeah. you know, it was a it was a sacrifice. It was right. like, thank you, bro. Eating you know, a whole scorn or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> been harvesting these for months. It's just like a trash bag. He starts an hour earlier. You know, oh God! You starts going hard. Oh. God. It was never the same after that day. I, see, I don't know if I could drink the, the shaman urine. Maybe I could do the shaman urine, but I'm more like, what about, you ever see the, uh, moving off topic a little bit, yeah. the, that, that one monkey in like Indonesia that eats the coffee. You can't have the coffee unless this monkey eats it and shits out the beans whole. Have you seen that before? No. The most expensive coffee in the world. Yeah, you literally eats the coffee beans or, you know, the, it, or whatever, swallows them. And then these cough, this coffee, I guess, through the digestive process of this, I don't even know if it's a monkey. I, mean, I think it's a, some kind of monkey. It doesn't get completely, completely digested. It just gets transformed into a certain route. So you have these people that go around and they follow this monkey, the trail of monkey feces everywhere. And they go through it, you know, obviously once it's either dried or whatever, and they get the beans out of it. And it's like the most expensive coffee in the world. It's like the best coffee you could ever have. But huh. it did go through. Yeah. You imagine being that monkey? You'd be like, those guys are weird as shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? You don't, don't. And you get mad at me for throwing it, dude. Right. You know, you're over here digging through it. <laughs> what the hell are y'all doing? I think about that when I pick up my dog's like waste. He's like, what? What do you, I could ha make more, man. We don't need to take it with us. <laughs> Why are you putting it in a bag? But oh. that's uh, that's interesting. That like, I mean, it makes sense why it'd be expensive. How'd you figure? Like the guy who figured that out was probably a weird dude. Yeah, you know, you, know, you never know how people discover shit. You know? like, what are you good at? Monkey poop, but I'm gonna make a market for it. Watch. <laughs> so. Yeah, you wonder how they discovered all this stuff. Like how I like, do. Like well, uh, yeah, alcohol, absolutely. Alcohol or, you know. That was mean? an accident. It was a uh, supposed, I mean, I don't know. I watched an awesome documentary like the, the history of, of getting drunk. Okay. And um, I've heard of this one. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's I, I might, I'm definitely misquoting the, the title, but it's, it's pretty well known. And um, they go over like beer back in the day was like a nutritional source because, uh, Things were just rougher. Right. Uh, and it has, like, whatever, you know, calories and stuff in it, you know, carbohydrates uh -huh. and a lot of things. But, um, yeah, the Egyptian, like, slaves building the pyramids, that was, like, one of their things is uh, they'd get beer every day. Uh, and you could, like, somehow opt to get more beer if you did, like, an extra whatever. I don't know. And it, okay. it helped the morale. But it was super weak 
uh, alcohol. You'd have to drink right. like a lot of it to get drunk, but it'd give you like a bit of a buzz, you know, right, right, but right. it'd fill you up, give you some energy like it. So it was a definitely a different beer. And they recreate the, the ancient Egyptian re recipe and the thing from okay. like pond water. Like, Interesting. And then, so it's gross water. And they're like, no, the beer, because water was like, they didn't know about bacteria. Right. That's what it was. We didn't know about like, uh, what is it? Dysentery. And like, we just sometimes yeah. get sick when you drink water. It happens, man. You know, like, yeah. But beer like kills all that, right? Once yeah, yet. so yeah, exactly. so beer is safer to drink than water. When I drink water, I get sick. When I drink beer, I get happy, man. You know, yeah. like and you're hydrated. So, and, uh, so they drink the beer and yeah, um, yeah. But, I've, he I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. fermentation being a natural filter against disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and how they explained it was the guy was like, some dude was collecting grain, you know, and I don't remember the process exactly, but then he must have forgotten about it or got distracted and then it like rained and then like chilled for a minute and then rained again like at the perfect time right you know and then uh he came back you know however long later this is like oh yeah i forgot my fucking grain here you know a month ago two months ago right, right, right. probably bad by now and he's like there's some weird water in here and for whatever <laughs> reason he drank it yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> like, and, and then was like, like guys Woo! you're not gonna believe this <laughs> you know, it ran. Go check the rain log. You know, we got to recreate this now, and uh, here we are. So. Yeah, but no, I mean that's 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 absolutely amazing. And then you imagine like like how they discovered like the the yeast and the and yeah. all that. Like how you know like I never the understood the smoking thing, dude. That's what bothers me. That and like milking animals. I what you're a weird dude. You know, whoever figured out that works and that's good. Right. But maybe if you're hungry enough. You could try anything, right. you know, well, but smoking, smoking, like, like lighting something and inhaling. It yeah. Into. Like think about all the stuff around us, right? Like if we didn't know you could smoke cigarettes, nicotine pot, like any, or, you know, whatever you smoke, you, we had no idea. Right? right. If you were to just try to find something smoke first, the, the concept of lighting something on fire and breathing it is generally unpleasant. Yeah. And the things that you light on fire, if you just start grabbing random stuff outside, nine out of 10 things are going to be pretty crappy to smoke you know right, like right. oh oak bark or you know whatever none of that's gonna be great <laughs> you know there's like nicotine and a few other plants and right. you're, you're good you know but uh like who was just going around like pine cones hurt my lungs you know and then smoke <laughs> this and smoke and he just kept going into and, and they're like what the hell is wrong with yeah. you until he is like nope it's this one i knew it yeah you know like who like i just don't know how well, it's such a foreign concept it, it just it's just somehow a, a random discovery with like the thousands beer, and thousands of years yeah, yeah. thousands and thousands of years of trial and error just weird people doing weird yeah. things and then it you works know? out and like, he's like you're all called me crazy yeah i knew it you <laughs> 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 all said i was yeah. weird for smoking pine cones yeah. how about this one how about with the ancient the, the mayans and the the cultures of central america using uh doing like rectal uh you know insertions of like tobacco and alcohol and then they discovered that that would make them drunk quicker the ancient boofing so to speak ancient boofing yeah that's where the kids learned yeah <laughs> you think it's new but the mines got you beat yeah same thing you know that guy probably was like that dude probably wasn't the most popular guy at the party it's like hey man you want to drink he's like you should try putting it up your ass <laughs> It's like, no, Tom, I'm not going to do that. You know? <laughs> and then, like, eventually, whatever plant he chose that day, and then you don't believe him. Boy cried wolf. He's like, no, this one feels really good. You know, like, Tom, you said they all felt good. And then skids Bob to do it. Or, you know, these are, these are traditional Maya names, I believe. But uh, he's like, you know, he's like, actually, yeah, it felt pretty good. You know, like, later... You kind of, uh, you know, you visit quasi Kodal or whoever it may be. Right. And they're like. <laughs> the plume serpent. Yeah. And they're like, no crap, up the butt, huh? He's like, also drink the cow thing, you know? Right. <laughs> like, oh, the milk. Yeah, yeah the milk. Like, trust yeah, me, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's just always doing weird shit, you know? Well, like, you know, with the, with the, whatever, it, whether it happened concurrently or not, I mean, the domestication of animals for the purpose of using them for meat. Yeah, you yeah. Know, for milk and stuff it, like that. I mean, it's it's part of human ingenuity, yeah. as cruel and nasty as it like. I mean, it is what. But, look, but it is what it is. It's it just, is just a weird thought. But again, like that's why I give it. I'm like, if I was starving, you know, and I knew a cow made milk, and you say you wouldn't try it, like I'm not sure I believe you, you know, because yeah. like, how have you ever been starving before? 
I got to assume you're willing to try something like, eh, I don't really like it. Give it to me. Right. But the smoking thing, the butt thing, the boot, you know, like, I feel like there are some ulterior motives going on. And then it just worked out. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's in the name of the gods or, or, or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good excuse when you want to just put stuff up your butt and smoke random objects all day, you know? (laughs) It's for God. (laughs) Okay. You sure you just. It's okay, man. You can do what you like. <laughs> nope. It's for God. <laughs> I think, uh, like in Hindu, there's a, there's like a role and the, there's someone who's like not homeless, but like slightly, they just kind of hang out outside. Like the wandering yogis, like those kind of guys. Uh, but that everyone just comes and gives them weed and they just get super high on their benefit. Yeah. And then they like tell them what they want to know. And right. that's that guy. Like, I feel like that I'm not to demean anyone's beliefs. I don't mean it in that. It's just like a, an, a funny observation is I know a few kids I went to high school with who would like probably would have pulled that off if they could have. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, check this out, guys. I, I'll i talk to them. I need like an ounce. You know? <laughs> come back later. You come back. He's like, he says you're fucking awesome. <laughs> it's like, wow, that was great. I'll come back next month. Yeah. You know? No, that's the, that's the tradition of the of the the wandering yogis. They're called mendicants. Mendicants, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, or something like that. But uh, the Buddha was like he lived like that for for a small period of time. Yeah. First, he was really wealthy, and then he, he saw these guys. Wealth, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like a prince, and then webbed feet. And then he, yeah, and then he saw uh, uh, he saw these guys. You say webbed feet? Like, what do you mean webbed feet? Uh, I mean, I read it so long ago. But Maybe I he did have webbed feet. I don't know. It was like the prophecy was like. The child born, there was like several physical things, and I can't remember, but it was like if you had this or this, you would be like a great economical or war leader, you know? And then if you had these or these, which was like webbed feet and toes, you would be a great spiritual leader. And the the dad wanted the other one. He wanted the military. The the economical, like the proper right right side. And then uh, Buddha had webbed feet, and he was like, that cost a lot of. I see. So it was like, like a you little, you little duck boy, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So he lived as a. So he's a prince, and then he went completely the opposite direction. Became a mendicant and a beggar for yeah. five years or something like that. And then he learned. He learned. Uh, you know, he found enlightenment through meditation. Uh, and then uh, he, after a period of time, he was like, you know what, this kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> you know, I had everything at one point, and yeah. then being completely broken homeless and begging for my food and being starving all the time really isn't that cool yeah and i kind of so, like the other way yeah <laughs> you guys know this sucks and they're like yeah man don't have a lot of options you dick <laughs> you imagine being starving all the time some guy shows up he's like i'm here to hang out aren't you the prince yeah. it's like yeah i got bored of that you know i kind of miss being the prince it's like Fuck, get out dude <laughs> don't do so, this by choice yeah. You're sad because you want stuff. <laughs> Get out of here. And then, <laughs> and then that's uh, allegedly, you know, and again, I'm paraphrasing this, I'm butchering yeah. it, but that's when he found it's the middle road, which is the way, right? So, yeah, it's the, the balance of... Yeah. You know, not too much, not too little, not extreme, blah, blah, blah. And that seems that's like a universal theme in like a lot of the cultures and religions is like the middle path, you know. Everything uh, in moderation, you know. Epictetus, I, I read this quote on Facebook, and so it may not be true, so please forgive me, but Epictetus said, uh, fortify yourself with moderation, for that is an impenetrable fortress. So I think it kind of goes along with that, too. It's know. a good one. Yeah. Not impenetrable by, you know, ex- excess. Yeah. Or, but It's just, you, yeah. you know, you're kind of, you, you have, goal, you know, like I equate like you have like wants and needs and goals, uh, but you know, if they don't happen, it's, you're good. And then if, you know, then you just move on to something else, but you live like, I mean, I think there's two different ways of looking at it. It's like, okay, I have this eek existence and I'm, but I'm happy with whatever I have, you know what I mean? Or a person that like, they have this, these, these sort of like coaches now are like, you need to be a high achiever and accomplish all this to do this. And, and some people don't really vibe with that, you know? Yeah. They look upon, They look down on moderation as if it's like a weakness. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was about to say, I've known a lot of people who would get very upset <laughs> that yeah. philosophy, which I'm sure you, all the wrestling you've done, 
and uh, everything else. Coach, that, that archetype, like, is similar in a lot of, like, coaches, sergeants, you know, like that type of yeah. like, highly motivated individual who's, like, just extreme, destroy, conquer. I would agree with that for like in the moment, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course you're all or nothing in the moment. You know, like yeah. Yoda said, it, do, do or do not. There is no try. Was that from I mean? Facebook too? Or do you yeah. watch the movie? I actually saw the movie. Okay. That one, yeah. Just want to make yeah, sure. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like if you don't succeed, does that mean you should com commit suicide and give up on life? No. I mean, some cult, there were cultures in time that did say that like, the samurai, you know what I mean? You've brought disgrace upon the family, so you have to commit harikari, or whatever it's called, seppuku. Seppuku, yeah. yeah okay. You know, I, you know. honestly, I believe that we all have a right to live here. We all deserve a seat at the table, wh whatever that path is, whether you want to be a leader, whether you want to be a follower, whether you want to be someone that just wants to be completely independent. Yeah. You have that right to be here. You yeah, know, I we, agree. We have, you know, we, you know, uh, um, just to touch though before the sapoku thing uh not to like demean because it's a pretty old right way but there was an like another huge aspect of it was to just show you had no fear i see oh so, yeah like say I get you're that. about okay if you if your enemy was like honorable or if they weren't or whatever you're like uh it was such a terrible way to go yeah it would show them like look not only there's no way i could win this fight Right. Uh, but I'm not afraid of you. And I'm going to do more damage. To, I'm going to kill myself in the worst way. So whatever you're right. going to do couldn't be that worse. Just to, like show you. I don't get like, fuck you. You know? Yeah. Like, I get and, it. Uh, and, I, and, I, you know, I, I don't know enough about it to, to really make full comments. But I've heard of, you know, yeah. people if, taking advantage of it too. Like if there's I'm like, sure, a, yeah. you know, like there's a, a you know, a superior that says you must commit sepoku to you know just get rid of someone because that dude's honorable motive. and you're like a weird politician yeah. doing some but yeah i mean obviously nothing everything pure and awesome and created by humanity that could have like some sort of recognition is going to be corrupted by some asshole down there the street you, you know yeah well yeah it's uh there is like it's not something i would ever want to do but it's like kind of romantic you know in a weird way we're like it's because it's there's respect there, you know, like it's a, obviously at the greatest cost, but like, it's like you, you capture your enemy and like, it's over, but I respect you just as a, a warrior and like a fighter. Mm. I'm going to let you show me that you're actually that, you know, on your own terms. And then they would like behead them afterwards. So right. like you do it and I'm going to, I'm going to alleviate you. You could just cut his head off, right. but you're letting them make peace and do it on their terms. And yeah. like, there's like a, it, I, as I feel like that's so human, you know, cause it's a kindness in like the most brutal way. It's like I'm going to kill you, but I won't like mm. you're dying. But like, that's a, it's a decency in their culture and they're But I, I see where they're coming from. You yeah. know what I mean? Kind of like, um, like Romans, like the warrior's death, right? Where they'd like stab the, the sword through the spine. Like that was the, uh, you should like, they would ask for that. If you lost, you know, you'd be like, Hey man, like give me the warrior's death. Like right. don't be a dick. You right, know, like right, we, that was a good right. fight. And if you were, you were like, no, fuck you. Or you'd give it to them. And they were like, it was a happy thing. Um, it was respect out of like an unfortunate truth that one of us has to go, you know? Yeah. And that's okay. like, uh, I think that that's like one of the most human things because it's a kindness and like an, a vicious act, you know? And that's something uh, only we are really capable of to do both at the same time. That's just it. a thought I had now, but I mean, I could be wrong. You know, no, that, I mean, okay, so you're, you're bringing a different perspective to it, and I think that's probably what the original perspective was. Until you know? politicians yeah. Yeah, figured it out. Or like the 37 yeah. Ronin or however many it was. Right. All that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know the 37 Ronin. I don't know that story. Uh, but, you know, but no, that, that makes sense. Like, um, but it could be a situation where, like, that was – and again, things work in cycles. It may come back around at a certain point, but th that those events happened, and do they need to happen nowadays? Does that need to happen anymore? Probably not. Probably not, but maybe it will again someday in future generations because that's how the world works, I think. They work, you know, things work in cycles. I don't think everything happens exactly linearly, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, but I interrupted you. No. I don't know if you had Well, the, no, I had like a, an agenda for today a little bit. I wanted okay. to talk about. <laughs> that was a good, that was a nice little, uh, that was a nice start to the episode. So, 
Yeah, like um, as I've been working on myself uh, mm -hmm. and doing, you know, moving into the coaching thing, um, I learned two things that we talked about earlier about like, you know, how I can look at myself and improve myself as much as possible. No, but this was, that was a great start, by the way, to the podcast. That was a excellent, excellent beginning. Big guys, little ties, man. Um, uh, learning how to look at the past situations with a different perspective, okay? So uh, I learned it as reframing. Okay. Be framing, B E. Uh, re reframing, reframing, reframing. Yeah. So you take an event, like for example, like you know the days that I have to return my kids to my ex. You know, I get my kids half the week. She gets them half the week. The day I have to take my kids back, I'm kind of like you know a little emotional, a little sad, or whatever. Naturally, feeling a so. certain way. Yeah. You know, and then it you know one negative thought can lead to two, to three, to four. Thinking and traps. Exactly, and, and then next you know you just beat the crap out of yourself for you know, a, a, good, a good amount of the day until you get out of that unconscious way of thinking. So what I learned about was reframing. So, and I, you know, and as I mentioned to you, like talking to my father about it, like, you know, he's like, look, man, you get your kids half the week who, you know, there's parents that don't get to see their kids for months or years at a yeah, time yeah. because of traps or whatever that has happened in their life. So you should be thankful for that. And I was like, oh yeah. And then at the same time, I read it in the book. And then, uh, yeah, so I've, I've learning how to change pers perspective of things. You know, bad things happen in life, but maybe they weren't bad. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you can look at them with favor. Like this bad thing, like I got my ass kicked a lot as a kid. Well, you know what? Maybe that's what taught me to learn martial arts and become a pro fighter. You know, you got uh, into this car accident. You know, uh, uh, Doctor Strange. I love Doctor Strange. He wants to be the best surgeon in the world. He's got a massive ego. He's brilliant. He's smart. All of a sudden, he gets in this car accident, and he realizes he's not invincible. He can't use his hands anymore. And so he goes through this massive personality Spirit, yeah. shift, ego, ego death, or whatever you want to call it, and then he becomes a master of the mystical arts, and you can help people that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I never gave that much depth to Dr. Strange, but you're right. We're like his only goal. He's like, I will literally give anything to fix my hands. And they're like, I right, do this and this and this. And he's like, okay, I don't want to be a surgeon anymore. You know, now, <laughs> now I'm going to be this. And it's like, that's, you never, you got all these crazy powers because you would trade anything for your hands, which you have now, but you don't care about being a surgeon. You know, yeah. like, uh, yeah, that's, like, ha ha. You know, like, yeah. Pretty yeah. odd. No, I mean, well, it's, it's a spiritual journey. It's very metaphorical. Yeah. Very symbolic. I mean, it, because it, it's very rare that anybody starts off on one path and they stay that path their whole life. You know, it's usually a circum, a series of circumstances and events and, you know, self-inflicted or not, you know, by the hand of God or the universe or by chance that you get veered into a different course in life. You know, we're all going to change. We're all, you know, we're all going to retire at certain points. You know, um, we graduate, we move into new levels, you know, if you follow the correct path and you stay the course, you know, of course you can fall towards the negative side with, uh, you know, drugs and alcohol and the wrong behaviors and doing the wrong things all the time. And you make that your priority or, but you're not doing, I think what your purpose was in this world. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, for me, you uh, in, in studying, like finding your purpose is like something that really resonates with you. You know, like you do it and you're like, wow, it's good for me. It's good for the world. It's good for other people. And I can do it all the time. That's sort of my purpose. That's what I can do. And, it, you know, whereas something else that maybe you do and it's thrilling, but then there's a drop off afterwards. Maybe that's not exactly your purpose. You can still do it and pursue it, but it's going to be a lot more strenuous. But you'll know what your purpose is when it resonates and you can do it all the time and you don't ever get fatigued from it. Yeah. An example for me was like wrestling and martial arts, like competing as an athlete. Like, yeah, it was th there was there was thrilling moments. There were a couple, but to, for me to do it all the time and think about it all the time and to and to, it wasn't for me in that in that regards. You know, and I'm sure you have something like that in your life, too. You know? Yeah. I mean, it just burns you out, man. You know, like, I think that's pretty natural. Yeah. But like, it's, but yeah, it's, it's weird because you're right. Like, uh, 
it's something like while you're doing it every day, all day, all the time, you like you get to a point where you're like, dude, I'm just so tired. I never want to do this again. You know, like, yeah. But then like, say you stop doing it like two, three years later, you're like, God, I missed that. Yeah. You know? And it's way. And, but then you're like, but I was kind of unhappy like all the time, yeah. except for like little tiny pockets of time. You yeah. Know? Like, oh, finally this. And, but then like several months of like crap and then like it's very highs and lows. Yeah. And then, but later you look back at it like fondly, but if you like really like yes. think about it, you're like, man, there was a lot of negative there. Um, yeah. But the, the positive was so much that high was like, so like, yeah, tangible, you know? Right, 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 right. No, it makes sense. I mean, that's my, that's my experience as a wrestler and as an athlete, like it was so hard. And I'm sure you can relate to it when you're an athlete and when you're when you're a soldier too. There's some moments that are just the whole time. I'm just like, what you know? For me, I had to shut my mind the, the negativity off for periods and periods of time. But I was never really able to fully overcome it, and I let it bother me in competition. That was my kind of fault. But I still went through with everything. I still did it, even though I hated most of the training. Not hated it, but I was in pain quite a bit. You know, I was often bedridden, especially when I lived at the Olympic Training Center and things like that. And I, and I imagine it's the same for being a soldier. I don't, man, I don't know. know. Yeah, you know? it's uh, it's hard, but I don't know if it ever yeah achieves the level of Olympic Training Center. You know, no, physical. It's, it's all relative, man. Honestly, it's all metaphorical because it, it it moves into different you know positions in life. Anyway, so that's it. Like looking back on things with favor, you know, um, you know like the experiences that may or may not have been negative. Like, you know, I, I, I didn't achieve all of my goals uh, in sports, but I look back on it, you know, I did the best I could with what yeah. I knew at the time. And you got up and did it every day, man. That's, yeah. That's the biggest yeah. thing is like, I was watching uh, BoJack Horseman and that show's so <laughs> fucking, <laughs> that show is so deep. Like, I don't <laughs> care what anyone says. But I've it, seen the ads for it. Yeah, if you like, screen. if you list, like, it is quite the experience. I've watched it several times. But there's, like, one that I love where he's, like, you know, obviously a huge mess. Like, uh, and he, he decides to try and be healthy and not drink. And he, he, like, runs up the hill and he just, like, passes out. Right? And he's, like, I can't fucking do it. He just lays in the, in the road. And this, like, goat or because they're all animals, like, runs up. And he's, like, jogging in place. He's, like, got to keep the heart rate up. You know, just, I hate that guy. <laughs> and he's, like, listen, man. He's, like. The Bojack's like, does this, does it ever get easier? This is so hard. And he's like, you got to get up and do it every day. And it's hard, but it does get a little bit easier. Getting up's the hard part. And then he just like takes off. Okay. And I was like, God, fuck you, man. Like you're fucking right. But like, it's, <laughs> it's true. Like it's, it kind of gets easier, but that, like, he's like, you did the hard part. You just got to do it again every day for the rest of your life. You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh my, it's like, yeah. It's like supposed to be like uplifting, but it's kind of daunting, you know, like it's like it gets easier if you do it all like, yeah, but I hate doing it. So yeah, that means like ever, but that's, you know, I don't really follow this as much as I should, but I say it an awful lot is, you know, suffer the pain of discipline. You're going to suffer the pain of regret. Right. I, pr I tend to be more of a regret, regret sufferer myself, but I don't, uh, I think definitely this, uh, the pain of discipline is probably a better deal you know than the pain of regret yeah yeah because i mean yeah, you're, yeah. if you're gonna suffer either way you might as well make it worth something you know yeah um past like the immediate gratification and kind of like what you're to you know you heard every day you were bedridden but you had a goal you saw the path you saw the star yeah you were like uh just like the ancient boofing guy you know he was gonna figure <laughs> out what to put up there and get high and you were gonna go be a champ <laughs> guys have a lot, Listen, a lot man, of similarities you know uh, with uh the ancient boofing you know that's uh it's a b you know it's just a, we're gonna say it a lot let's abbreviate it <laughs> the ab <laughs> they uh that, that was you know maybe the secret to, to some of their uh yeah. their athlete success you know maybe yeah. if you would have done a little bit of it you could have um you could have kept going <laughs> was it which philosopher was like an olympic wrestler was it plato I think One so. I, yeah, yeah, I think I think Plato wrestled. I think that Plato. I think that means I've heard that it means like wide, like wide shoulders or yeah, wide okay. or something. Yeah. And that's what that was. His, that wasn't his real name, but it was his his it's like wrestling name. His uh, rock star name, his philosopher yeah. name was Plato. Just what a, what a dude! It's like I will whoop your ass and you're dumb. 
<laughs> and I'm going to tell you how to fix yourself psychologically. <laughs> it's like choking you out. <laughs> it's like you hate your own life because you're bored of your, your daily fucking. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I mean, wrestling, it's a hard ass sport. And, yeah. um, I look back on it. It was like, I, I, I liked it. I like winning. You know, I didn't exactly like doing, I didn't find myself ever like enjoying practice. Like sometimes it'd be fun, like, but it's, it's like more, you have to really, it just becomes you, you know, it is really going to exceed. You have to like, let go of everything and just do it. You know, I I don't really know if there's another term for it or a psychological term for it, but you have to just become it. Give give yourself to it. If you want to make anything out of it. There are times in practice when I cried, you know, in practice, like wrestling someone, you know, and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and you see people doing it all the time too. I remember watching, I don't want to say any names, but I was in a wrestling room at a big university and there was a, you know, a two time NCAA champion wrestling in practice and he's crying for half an hour while he's wrestling the whole time, just fighting it, you know? And he just, you know, he'd go to, you know, go to, go out of bounds, he'd come back, he'd wipe his tears, he'd, you know, get angry. It just happens. The emotion just comes out sometimes. It's almost just like a, I don't know, it's a, it's a spiritual experience in some instances. You know, I remember, you know, being pissed off after practice for a long time and holding on to it. But, you know, I wish I had learned how to let it go. So that I could yeah. improve from it more. I kind of held on to those things a little bit longer. Those are the mistakes that I made, some of them. Um, you know, and then, so this, so the refor- the reframing thing kind of goes back with the self-evaluation, which is the next <clears throat> aspect of coaching. Like, it really, it's a, a beginning part is to, like, take a real honest look at yourself and, you know, look at the flaws that you have and maybe how you appear to other people or how I appear to other people. Um, I've, you know, for a good portion of my life, I was really self-absorbed. Um, I I don't want to say narcissistic, but probably, you know, everybody has some of those tendencies, but there was a point there, you know, when I thought I was the greatest thing that was ever created. And, you know, that's not a really healthy mindset because there's a hard crash afterwards. Once you realize that you're not, and that, uh, you know, everybody at a certain level is equal, you know, and there's always going to be somebody out there that's better than you in your field, in your chosen field. Um, it's just a fact. And, uh, except for one guy. Yeah. But you'll never know it's you probably, you know, (laughs) ain't that a bitch. (laughs) It's like, no, you were actually the best. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They say there's always a better guy. Not for you, man. And you didn't even, you were a baker. So fucked it up. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, the the act that was never tried. Yeah. But no, with, but with yeah, I get you. With okay. self evaluation, like being like, okay, like, I, you know, I'm I'm at a certain point in my life. I want to get, you know, I want to be able to do certain things with certain goals that I've set. And I, you know, in order to start that, you have to go back and look and evaluate yourself, the past, childhood a little bit, and in the in the past of looking looking at some of these events that may have happened to you. You look, you look at them, or myself, you look at them and you say, man, you know, this is unresolved. I hate that guy. This sucks. But you learn to maybe reframe it, to change a certain way, you know, like I, I've had contempt for a lot of people when I was growing up because I got picked on a lot as a kid. And maybe that was the case for you too. I don't know. But, uh, till I got big, until you got big and then they didn't want to pick on you very much anymore. I even deal with it now though, sometimes, but I'm past it uh, to a certain extent. I got picked on quite a bit, but that's what helped to lead me to, you know, get kind of into fitness and martial arts and stuff like, you know, how to defend myself. I was a pro fighter, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the best, but I, but I learned how to defend myself and I learned how to defend other people. So that's something good that I can take from some asshole or several assholes picking on me as a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Does that I, make sense? That's one of course. Example like you're like, yeah, getting beat down sucks all the time, you know, you're getting bullied, but I don't really get bullied now because I got bullied then, you know, and now yeah. I can do this, you know. Right. Um, I think it's just taking the positive out of it, man. Like, I, obviously, there's a lot of negative and, and hardship to it, but it's a huge part of you, you know. I talk about it all the time. Obviously, it was a large portion of your life. Yeah. But that's that's what led you to it, you know, maybe. And I've heard that a lot from a lot of people where they're like, yeah, I just got my ass kicked and it sucked, you know. So I was like, not again, man. You know, next time I'm going to be ready. And that's yeah. a – it's – 
nothing great about feeling helpless, you know, uh, especially when you're like, I don't even know what was going on. You know, that guy just beat the shit out. At least if you yeah, take a grasp of it, you're like, oh, he did this and that's why you got it. And you're not so focused on like, man, I'm just helpless and there's, he's overpowered me. You're like, this and this happened. I can fix this. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. never yeah. again, you know, yeah. that move or whatever it is. Yeah. It's a terrible feeling. It, it is, sense. it is, uh, you know, but it's almost like, it's kind of weird. It's almost, it's almost biblical in some way. Yeah. Like you've heard of people like when they give their speeches, they're like, I just want to thank all the haters out there. And I want to thank, yeah. <laughs> I want to thank the enemies. You know, I love my enemies now. Like, like, like Jesus has said, because my enemies kind of made me, they helped me to become me, yeah. not to sound narcissistic or anything, because that's not what I'm, that's not, that's not from a level of narcissism, but I think it's important for everybody to develop a, a healthy sense of self, self love. Yeah. Fuck your friends. Thank your enemies. Right. Man, that's the lesson here. <laughs> to all the bullies out there who thank bullied you. me that one time 20 years ago, I just want to thank you. What about your family? We're not talking about that. You know, we're talking about the bullies. The family kind of got in my way. If I'm being honest, I wish they would have bullied me more. They were always supportive and I'm just going to have to learn to come to terms with that. <laughs> Sons of bitches. All they ever do is love me and bring me food. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, yeah, I get you. Like, it, it's just perspective, you know, and it's uh, it's probably a, a tiny bit of cope in there, but it, it's mostly, I think, looking at the situation and taking the, the best out of it, which yeah. realistically, if it happened, what else are you going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the most healthy way to go about it mentally and, like, we could all be tough and we all can be a lot of things and, and convince ourselves or whatever, but eventually you're going to be humble and we're all humans and humans are humbled. You know, yeah. like it's going to, it's going to come out. I'm sure like everyone has experience. You're like, Nope, never going to, I don't need to feel things. I don't need to do this. I'm just going to be a tough fucking dude and power through everything and like whiskey trucks and farting and fight, yeah. you know, and like, yeah. I don't need any of this shit, but the crying thing, you know, like it happened, like, like I, I've never had it happened to me like athletically but i remember i was just so fucking sad and i had to go to this airport thing like uh i was going to school at the time and we had to go check out these airplanes and right at this company or there's so many but like whatever maybe Embraer or something like that and dude i it was like a two-hour event and they're like look if we go to this in two hours you can go home but uh if and it was like a day i would have called out like i'm like i can't emotionally do it today but if you missed any time, you had to make up the hours. And if you missed the two hour trip, you had to make up eight hours. Mm -hmm. So just economically made a lot of sense to go. I'm like, if I put in two hours, I don't have to do eight tomorrow, you know, and then I can sleep for the rest of the day. And dude, I'm sitting there looking at the airplane and doing, and I am just profusely crying. Like tears are streaming so down my face. You're in, you're in the, in the classroom, the, the, not the yeah. classroom, but the, the, it, the yeah. hangar or whatever. Yeah. Like on the, the airfield and. Wow. Looking at the airplane, and there's students everywhere. There's the teachers. There's the employees, and uh, but my face is just solid. Like I'm good. I'm talking like everything's normal. I'm like trying to put on a show, right. and I just kept telling people it was allergies. I was like, yeah, I have bad allergies, and I'm like streaming tears. You know, like my shirt's wet. You yeah. know, and they're like, okay, and I'm like, so this is the altimeter. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Wow. And the guy's like, are you fine? I'm like, I just got bad allergies, man. Just. <laughs> You know, just, like got wow. dehydrated and everyone, like you could see him like, the fuck is going on with this guy? Like, and everyone's like concerned. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm, I'm fine, bro. You know, like everything's cool here, man. I don't know what that is. Y'all talking about crying. I ain't crying. I got allergies. Yeah. Well, and uh, it just, my point is it comes out, you know, like yeah. even if you don't physically let it, like eventually it's just going to happen. Even if you don't recognize it, it's going to happen, you know, and that's, yeah. it's probably not as healthy to do it that way. Cause you didn't get the emotional release. Really. You just got your body's physically releasing, you know, it's like a, a symptom, but you haven't dealt with it. That's just, you're not being able to physically like hold it inside anymore. I think I'm not a doctor, but like, that was a something for me where I was like, huh? Like, so, cause before that I was like, no, I'll be fine. I'll just shove it d deep down, dark in a box. It'll be all right. You know, compartmentalize. It. Yeah. It's whatever. And then I'll deal with it. Next time I get into a fight, I'll think about it and get really mad and or something, you know, like that's not how it goes. 
Unless you have like crazy figured something out, I haven't. But I, I'm rambling. The point is like, no, I get know, it. Um, yeah, yeah, you get no, it. No, the, uh, cry, I mean, honestly, crying. It's you know, I don't think it's something that men should do in front of their wife all day long. You know, and whine and complain. I mean, I think in relationships, men should be the rock. You know, um, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with crying. No, well, that's what I'm like saying. Just yeah, so I was getting, yeah, yeah. I was getting, I was getting there. Like it's normal for, for people to cry. Yeah, know? it happens. It's like, normal for men to okay cry. It's okay to be fucking sad. You know, it's actually healthy for you to do it once in a while because it, I believe that there's there is like you said an emotional release, yeah. and the feelings that come afterwards. It's a cleansing feeling. Yeah. Um, in the beginning of my, you know, to, to keep using, not to keep beating this horse, to, you know, to death. I hate horses. Go for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cried a little bit more than I, you know, and then as time moves on and I've learned how to deal with it and process it, that, <clears throat> you know, I don't cry as much. Does it still happen once in a while? Yeah, of course. I don't, I try not to do it publicly. I try to find a quiet place. I try to do it, you know, sometimes it can't Library. be avoided. Sometimes I'm in public and I have yeah. to, you know, dip into the bathroom real quick or if it, I feel the, I feel it coming. You know? yeah, if you if you can get into the bathroom quick enough into a stall, people just think you're having a hell of a poop. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can get away with it that way. It's like you're all right in there, man. It's, it's like yeah, I just about it. Yeah, <laughs> had some nachos. I don't know, man. It's fine. I'm not sad. Like I didn't ask. I'm not <laughs> doing great in here. I'm so happy. <laughs> but yeah, no. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that and. It's a cool, it's man. a weird experience. Like I would be concerned if I saw that. You know, yeah. I kept thinking, like, dude, I look fucking insane right now. There's yeah. so much liquid coming out of my face. Yeah. You know, but I'm not like you know how when you sniffle and stuff. I was yeah. breathing good. Yeah. And I just couldn't stop it. I was like, affirmate, like, you are not crying. You are not crying. You are not crying. I'm dehydrated. I'm de. You know, like, how do you strain your eyes to not cry? I, I couldn't couldn't yeah. do it. It just happened. Yeah. You know? That's crazy, man. Well, it's interesting that you were able to do that. And, and I think that, I mean, it says something about your character that you're able to, like, tough through being in classroom. You know, like, I don't know. I, I don't know I, about I, that. I, but, I, yeah. Know, I, I, wow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was an experience. And, I like, I, I learned a little bit from that. I was, like, I don't know. I was raised in a less than healthy way that men just don't cry. You don't do it ever, no matter what. Right. And if you do, you're a fucking shame. That's shameful. And you right. go and hide and realize a little bitch you are. Like, so, but that's not healthy, right? And then I, I grew, what happened is I began resenting and being mean to people who cried. I see. You know, which I didn't know, but I was mad. I'm like, oh, so you get to cry. You oh, know, like, yeah. I, but I, I think that's where it was, I'd be like, and then I, I'd do this thing where I'd, and this, I'm, I'm so sorry to everyone I did this to because it's not good and I, I just was lost and I didn't understand it but like I'd bring up like comparisons you know I'd be like you know I whenever I want to cry I think about like a soldier who got fuck, you know his legs blown off and, and he didn't cry or the blah 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 didn't cry when this happened and that was way worse than this situation they're out of avocados you know why you're fucking crying over that like and that's like a terrible thing to do because yeah. uh, if you're sad you're sad man you know and uh, I mean obviously there's if it's like a kid and it's like, it's Wednesday and they're crying because of that. That's kind of ridiculous, but <laughs> like my kids. yeah, like kids do that. But there's a point where like, you shouldn't just because somebody went through something right. shitty and they didn't cry. And then you're crying over because you know, the ham doesn't have a honey glaze on it. It's like, right. That's not right to, to compare or shame or somebody for right. that. And, you just, uh, you validate the, the concern a little bit. Yeah. And, um, but the, you know, I thought it was because I was like, because I was strong. I'm like strong people don't cry and you're being weak because you're crying. But then uh, as like I realized that's like fucking insane. I was like, man, I think I was just salty that they got to cry. I you see. know, and I was like, I like there were a few years there where I didn't cry like over. Any, it took a it took a dog dying for me to uh, to finally like cry after like a couple years because I like I hit it. I was like, boom, I'm a man. <laughs> don't cry for nothing. Don't care. Right. But uh, yeah. And. Yeah, it took. I was like, I'm not gonna be ashamed of crying for this. Like, yeah. I, if he was my fucking friend, you yeah. know, like uh, yeah. this or that, or if someone passes or that, and it, it, it's just uh, sometimes it takes something like that to realize like how ridiculous you sound or you're being, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get you. 
I get you. And that makes, that makes perfect sense. And it's, it's good that you've come to that realization, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's, I think that's helpful. It's okay to cry. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's yeah. the point. Ancient boofing. Okay. <laughs> Crying is cool. Reframing. Yeah. You can, anything that can be milked, go for it. Uh, <laughs> urine, ur, uh, shaman urine. Shaman urine. Yeah. If a guy offers you to drink his urine, take him up on it immediately don't check his credentials or anything what that was a question i had now the urine thing okay like uh you're covered in your own urine like it's not my urine like it doesn't have to be oh do you want to tell that joke real <laughs> no, quick no it's not even my joke but okay. uh the so i don't want any credit for it but the the urine therapy is the medical benefit because it's your urine or is it just more pleasant to drink your urine than someone else's Honestly, I, I, I don't know. I mean, what I've heard is it can help with externally without drinking it. You can put it on like certain rashes, like poison ivy or something like that. It can take, you know, it can like dry it out or kill it. Internally, it's supposed to help with like gut bacteria, okay. digestion somehow. Like if you have a, like whatever, parasites and things like that, like the parasites are kind of like repulsed by it or something like that. Um, you know, obviously over a period of time of doing it, uh, yeah, it's supposed to, like, be cleansing for your body somehow. Like the jellyfish thing. I could see you being at the beach and, like, purposely getting stung, maybe on the face or something, and being like, oh, God, Jordan, I need your help, you know? <laughs> it seems like a Nick thing to do. <laughs> what, to suck the poison out of me? Is no, saying? like, because he's supposed to oh, pee, the on pee on jellyfish. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, and, like, yeah. I see you behind a rock, like, just right, holding right, the jelly, right, like, right, right. ah, tss, ah. It actually yeah. happened with a... And my son, I had my son pee on my, my foot one time on the beach yeah. when we first moved here, yeah. He's tried it on me like six times, I swear to God, guys. <laughs> He's like, there's no way someone's been stung in the face that often. Listen, it's just, I heard it was medically necessary. And now, necessary. yeah, all of a sudden, the therapy comes up on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> if you want my piss, just take it, Nick. <laughs> you can have it. All right, yeah. guys, signing off. We'll see yeah. you next time. Big guys, little ties. Thank you so much.